He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. It's really kind of epic, and it's ref what's reflected in this poll is reflected in the conversations that I have had in traveling to, I believe it was five different states since Labor Day, talking to voters, Democrats, Republicans, independents, they are feeling the economic pain and they want to hear solutions uh, from their leaders. And that's in some respects, in other respects, they just want to take out their anger on somebody. And the best way to do that is with the greatest thing that we have as Americans, which is our vote. This is really kind of epic and it's What's reflected in this poll is... All right. I'm Drew Berkwist. This is my show. That was CNN. Responding to a new poll that shows 75% of people in America think that we are in a recession. You know why they probably think that? Because we are. We're in a recession. The, the Democrats may have changed... They may have changed the definition of recession, but by the, 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 the long-held tradition, the long-held definition of what de you know describes and defines a recession, we are in fact in one. And you don't even have to look to definitions. You can just look at your bank account, at your grocery bill. You can look at all of that, despite what Joe says. It's something spectacular that these guys will continue to peddle the Democrats the Biden-Harris administration, these lies that it's that way. But kudos to CNN. They got one thing right, saying that, you know, this is what people are saying. We're going to just report what people are saying, and people are concerned about the economy. Yeah, they, they most certainly are. We got lots more to cover on CNN, by the way. Jake Tapper, <clears throat> excuse me, out of prime time there. Some other, some other shakeups, some ratings that aren't so good for people. We'll get into that. Biden divided the nation further last night in his national address kjp in the white house got called out for a tweet that we shared with you yesterday or we discussed it yesterday we tried to share it with we you. tried to share it yesterday <laughs> but we did in fact discuss it they got called out she tried responding she didn't do so well shocker brazil is on the edge man it, things are crazy down there we're gonna hit we're gonna hit meme-tastic today since it's thursday we're wrapping the week so we're excited about that plus and Booze and Banter already shared the link today on a lot of the platforms, maybe not all of them. We'll be over on Locals, drewberkwist.locals.com for Booze and Banter. You can bring a, a drink. We highly encourage that. You've made it through at least most of the week. Bring a question. Bring a friend. Come hang out after the show. That's where we'll be following this to wrap up the week. Uh, we'll talk about Gavin Newsom saying how the Democrats and their messaging is off. Yeah, you think? As well as some of the things, and the list could go on forever. But how the mainstream media got the messaging on the Paul Pelosi orgy slash attack wrong. We'll talk about that. We've got a video. Man, why do we keep making robots better and more strong and agile and all of that? Like, have no one seen the movies? Because we've got another clip. At least just the first Terminator. I mean, like, like at least that. Have you you seen don't that? have to go deep into movies. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know? like, I'm not, we're not asking you to binge every... Every robot movie ever. Just watch one. Just watch one. I, Robot. There's yeah. another good one. Great one. Yeah. We're not talking about Johnny Five from Short Circuit. 
who was helpful. But he could turn. He could turn on you too. Anyways, what was we'll, the we'll... what was the robot in Lost in Space? Danger, Danger, Will Robinson. Why well, can't remember the, I can't the robot's name now? It's gonna drive me crazy. Yeah, I can't think of it either. But it's gonna be good. So, anyways, there is a ton, a colossal ton to get to today. We're excited to be spending some time with you, and let's start our time together like we always do with question of the day. We're heading into the holiday season. We just had Halloween. Some people take that real seriously. Some people don't at all. But here's one thing we can kind of all agree on, right? As soon as Halloween's over, it's game time. It's November. Guys, you should be stretching now for your Thanksgiving meal. It's mere weeks away, okay? Create that space. Shake things out. Do whatever you got to do. I don't know what your, your regimen is. But we're in the holiday season, and the question today is this. If you could make up a new holiday, what would it be? What would it be? Tell us your answers as you send in your responses. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends at Mammoth Nation. It is America's conservative marketplace with nearly 600 pro-America vetted vendors who love this country, love the Constitution, share the same values and beliefs as you do, and they're selling amazing products made right here in America. Head on over there, guys. Get yourself a membership. You save not only on your purchases, but proceeds from said purchases go towards supporting conservative causes and candidates. Everyone wins. It's mammothnation.com. You can use promo code Drew, D-R-E-W, to save 30% on your membership. Okay, let's get into what holidays it would be. The question, again, is if you could make up a holiday, create a new one, whatever, what would it be? Brian says, dude, who can afford Thanksgiving this year? Brandon screwed that up for many. That's absolutely true, Brian, and I hope that you can, and I hope that everyone can in some form or, 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 or some version of it. But remember this. I mean, we talked to you. Was it yesterday? I think it was yeah, yesterday because the question had to do with Thanksgiving yesterday too. At minimum, not to, not to sound cliche or corny here, it is about being together with people. So there was, there was an article that talked about pizza being the thing this year. Some people are just doing a pizza Thanksgiving. Okay, it's not traditional. I don't think that's what the pilgrims had. Um, we'll have to go back and fact check that. But I don't think that's they, – they didn't get dominoes or something like that. But spend time with loved ones. We hope that it goes well for all of you, whatever the, your, your, your individual circumstances might be. And, and we all know that they are difficult this year. But I encourage this, no matter what, no matter what you eat, no matter where you go, celebrate the hell out of it. Celebrate the hell out of being with family and loved ones because it's important. Uh, okay, so what would, you, what would you create? USA First Day, says Sandra. Okay. USA First Day. It's a movie. Day. I don't know if, if you're saying it's a movie day or... If that's just matter of fact, Matilda, or if you're suggesting we have a, a movie holiday, I don't know. There's so many random comments that I see come through here. Um, <clears throat> new holiday would be MAGA. Okay, Make America Great Again Day. I like that. Biden is a douche, not a holiday, but I love it, Norma. He is a douche of epic proportion. Let's see if we've got some other responses here. Okay, Step Parents Day. Garden Day in the spring. Okay, all right, I can go with that. What other ones have you seen, Disco, come through? No, it's pretty much the same ones. I was like Family Day. It. Yeah. It was Step Parents Day. Yeah. Uh, oh, you read that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did, but we can say it again. It's okay. I mean, it's it's all right. You know, I, for me, I think it would be like um, 
because obviously when we say holiday, this is like one that we're going to get off from work, right? Yeah. So to me, what if it was like the, um, you know, like, uh, I mean, obviously everyone would get it off, but it would be like an employee, like an employee day. So it's like, hey, we, we, we love what you do for us. You know, have the time off. Here it is, you know. But um, I don't know. I mean, I guess. Would, would John I, I was I wasn't thrilled with that answer. I, I feel like you weren't committed no. to your answer. <laughs> you want me to think it think a different one? Yes. I I mean let's National uh John McClain Day. I mean Okay. That's I mean that's Christmas, but I mean same whatever. Um Okay. Get another another long weekend in December off. Thrash a pedophile day, says Texas Panhandle Patriot. That's a good one. Everyone gets a free rant. It's yeah. like the op, op, Yeah. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, Disco is quiet. Holly's saying she's having trouble hearing you. Speak up, Disco. Okay. Um, so I, I think, you know, my my sense is someone said to change pe- President's Day to uh, Election Day. Okay. And go with that. Um, the question, Holly, was if you could create a holiday, make up a new holiday, what would it be? Uh, there's been some good suggestions coming in. Well, wasn't, I think wasn't pre- President's Day like a, a accumulation? Because before President's Day, it was like, Washington's birthday, Abraham Lincoln's birthday was they were you were celebrating all that and they just kind of put it together, right? Wasn't that what President's Day like was? You know why it became one day? I think so. Sure, that sounds yeah. right. But I, I I'm I'm not a I'm not a holiday historian. Um, I don't You're know. Not. <laughs> Tell the truth day says Louise Burgess. Okay, that's a good one. It's going to be hard to get people to participate in that one. <laughs> um, how do you know anymore uh, what what the truth is? But I like the sentiment behind that i look i think that the the and we'll we'll get into the stories here in a second we've got some new channels listening today i promise we do get into the news that's 98 percent of the show we just start off with question of the day and have some fun but i i i still think that there's some some work that we can do with our current ones for example i don't love halloween i love that the kids love halloween but I think that the day after Halloween, if they're not going to make it like the last Saturday of the month, then the day after Halloween, when it falls on a school day or a Sunday, should be. You should have a day off. You should have a day off. I think the day after the Super Bowl should be a day Mm. off. Whether people still support the NFL and football and sports or whatnot, regardless, the vast majority go to a get together that night. So let's let's give everyone a break. Let them enjoy their evening and their their cocktails and their overeating and then have the next day off to recover. Um, th- those are some that I would say. But, you know, in terms of just creating one, I don't know. It would be great if if we just really, really, really loved, you know, my some of my, the, I think the most underrated and favorite ones are 4th of July. I freaking love 4th of July. It pisses me off that there's people who are ashamed on that day of who we are. So anything more Americana, I'm all for. Anything more supporting veterans and our veterans family i'm more for that but um <clears throat> halloween is not a holiday fair point football day says matthew allen yes um hopefully november 9th will be a great day of celebration amen to that sandra uh nuclear family day i like it i like it okay let's let's um let's get into things here because uh so joey biden spoke last night and it was kind of a last ditch effort to rally the Democrats to get out there and vote on Tuesday, which, mind you, all of us need to as well. Don't listen to a damn poll. Don't listen to anything. Don't listen to your friend, your neighbor, 
who says it's looking like a red wave. We've got this in the bag. I hope they're right. But we do not want to underperform, especially given the fact that the Democrats cheat. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Get out there. Get off your duff. Go vote. But he gave this speech inside Union Station in D.C. Union Station, which was once a fantastic, beautiful train station. But it's kind of started to go downhill recently. It's been overrun with thieves and perverts, junkies, an assortment of other lowlifes. Which is, if you think about it, the perfect location for Joe Biden to give a speech to fellow Democrats. I mean, this place has become so tattered and, and overrun with miscreants that, that you had Starbucks pull out of there because their employees weren't safe. So again, him picking this location for his speech is actually kind of the perfect backdrop, and it accurately represents him and his presidency thus far. But <clears throat> to his speech, he did not talk about in his address the economy or crime. Two major issues plaguing this country today, and, and they have been certainly for the past two years, but rather he spent his time talking about his favorite subject and really the only thing he and his colleagues know how to talk about, and that's MAGA, and more broadly speaking, MAGA Republicans. And once again, as he's done already this week, he tried to blame the Paul Pelosi attack on political rhetoric. And if you believe, I mean, seriously, at this point, guys, and, and we're going to talk more about him later. We're going to talk about Paul Pelosi again in Booze and Banter today over on Locals. But if you believe that Paul Pelosi was attacked by some random intruder and or some turned conservative jihadist that, that became a Trump supporter, you probably also believe that Russia hacked the 2016 election. Hacked and made a difference, I should say. You probably believe that a P-tape exists. That we have 12 years left before the Earth just disintegrates, ceases to exist. You think that COVID came from bat soup. You think that cloth masks worked and still work. You thought that the BLM riots and protests were mostly peaceful. I mean, all of these things. You think that babies don't feel pain when they're aborted. And that an SUV all by itself killed a bunch of people at a Waukesha Christmas parade. You're, you're that misguided if you're believing this story. And what's remarkable about this, and we talk about it every day, but what's remarkable about his approach last night, the lies that we've seen in the last week or two, the lies that we've seen for the last two years, frankly, is that the Democrats, increasingly so, have no shame whatsoever when it comes to lying and overhyping things. There's no like, like meter in their internals that are, that like you 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 hit here and it's like okay we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be in trouble if we cross this line like no it's not like the decibel meter what's the it's not like the what the hell's the the equalizer on here disco on the on the studio <laughs> what are you talking about you know like you the... pass like you know twelve decibels or whatever like it's not like you've got this gauge like oh it's starting to turn red we should tamp down like they just go all the way out. All the way out. And they, and they do it well, to their credit. And they keep doing it because there's enough dumb people out there who, who go along with it. But the whole point of his speech, the message that he was trying to convey, while, of course, attacking half of America, was that only Democrats are capable and qualified 
of running this country. The other half simply are just violent deplorables, fools who cling to their God, their guns, their constitution, their Bibles, to which I'd say, hell yeah, we do. But we're not fools, not even slightly. But that was his point. We can do this better. You have to vote for us. We're the only ones who can do this. And, and to an extent, he's right. We are, they are the only ones who can run this country into the ground the way they're doing it because it's not that hard, folks. Things are complicated, sure. But you, you, you've, you've got to be really good at destroying a country, and, and they are that. So maybe in that sense, they are the only ones who can do it. But before his gloom and doom speech, he addressed a group at the White House, uh, and then we'll show some clips of his actual speech. And he talked in that, in that little session about electric vehicles, and here's what he said. And by the way, in your home, you know, the batteries that we have now, and they're getting more and more sophisticated. You know, a lightning storm takes out all the electricity in the house. Guess what? You can plug your car into the house and make it light up. <laughs> you think I'm joking. It's a little simplistic, but literally you can. Literally you can. <laughs> oh, this summer... <laughs> It really is kind of exciting. I, 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 I get a little. <laughs> okay. All right. So let's talk about this for a second. So a lightning storm takes out all the electricity in your house. You can plug the car into the house and have electricity. And then when the battery on said car goes out, you have no electricity in your house and no means of transportation to go anywhere you're right joe sounds so exciting you know it gets me excited the best part is when toxic joe says the line it sounds a bit simplistic but you literally can oh oh, oh, oh." did you notice how the crowd kind of laughed at him after that because the statement comes across like your typical old man who says oh golly gee after he says all that he gives these talks, no matter what he's talking about. He gives these talks, and he thinks I, I, uh, there's a lot of manipulation that goes on in terms of the handlers, speechwriters, and what he goes out there and peddles on, on behalf of, of his puppeteers. But, but I do think that Joe 100% thinks that people are as dumb as he is. When he's talking to them, it always comes off that way. It's, it's, it's clear. Like maybe I'm way off my rocker, but I've never heard him say something. And particularly when he has moments like this or where he attacks someone or where he has his gaffes and then tries to explain his way out of it. It it's clear. I mean, think he said Fetterman is his kind of guy. He thinks that everyone is dumb and he thinks that everyone is, is cognitively challenged. He, he has to where he couldn't stand up there with a straight face and say all this stuff. Now, granted, he's got a lot of drugs in him. But, <clears throat> but let's move on to what he said at Union Station. So here's a clip from said speech where Joe's trying to make the link between January 6th and the late-night shenanigans at the Paul Pelosi adult petting zoo. Take a listen. Thankfully, by the grace of God, Paul survived. All this happened after the assault and it just, I, it's hard to even say. It's hard to even say. After the assailant entered the home asking, <clears throat> where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? 
Those are the very same words used by the mob when they stormed the United States Capitol on January the 6th, when they broke windows, kicked in the doors, brutally attacked law enforcement, roamed the corridors hunting for officials, and erected gallows to hang the former Vice President, Mike Pence. It was an enraged mob that had been whipped up into a frenzy by a president repeating over and over again the big lie. The big lie. All right, so the intruder breaks in and is screaming, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And look, you can spin that tale. It's, it's, a, it's a good soundbite for them to use for their false and ridiculous narrative. So you can spin that tale. That does not mean anything. When you put all the other pieces together, it has no connection. First of all, it has no connection to January 6th whatsoever. He's, of course, trying to, to paint a picture that it was the same type of person who would take place in this awful insurrection that these Democrats have compared to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor, which is the most reckless and stupid thing you could ever say, because it's simply not true. But <clears throat> there could be a lot of reasons why this radical leftist loon who likes to roam around in his underpants with a hammer was asking for Nancy. Could have been because of her political beliefs, but could have been he wanted her to know because there was some connection in past there about Paul's alternative lifestyle, to which I would say likely with all these politicians she likely knew. Again, we t- I don't know if it was booze and banter the show the other. They've got all these houses. This one's like, hey, Paul, you can, this is your safe place. You can do whatever you want. You can have under underpants and, and hammer meetings there. You can do anything. But this is, this is literally all they have left. And again, we're going to talk more about this in Booze and Banter. But this is all the Democrats have left is this narrative, this hateful narrative, this divisive narrative. And in the case of this story, trying anything and everything they, they can do to make a link between January 6th and, and how it was a threat to democracy. This ties in with it. That story over there ties in with that ties in with it. And it all, you know, the, the grand picture is this broad, absurd narrative that we've got a domestic extremist problem. You've got ultra mega that's gone to mega mega. I don't know which of those two I like better. But anyways, their only accomplishments, they got nothing else to lean on but those statements. Their only accomplish, accomplishment has been to cripple the nation. They never make anything better. As a party, and I'm not just talking about this disastrous Biden administration and the worst presidency in the history of the United States. I'm talking about this party in general. They never make things better. They always make things worse. And they have ever since this country was founded. What, what these people did, whether they were federal, state, or local officials during the pandemic, should make everyone's eyes wide open. Wide ass open to the fact that when it comes to authoritarian control, that is what their final goal is. That's who they are, y'all. The masks are so off. So off. And they've been coming off for a long time. It's like they've got, like, multiple masks. But now they've taken off that final one. The reveal has been done. We know who they are. And these are the people who have always said... It's, it's gotten less so that way over the years, but it used to always be the peace-loving people. We just love everyone and want equality and yada, yada, yada. These are the people who cannot live in peace. They refuse to live in peace. They're the only ones who have to always be in perpetual war and conflict. 
the Democrats. Prove me wrong. You can't. It's it's well, who they crazy are. What's crazy is the how he's talking about like the footage. You know, like oh, how they ran through the halls and they were hunting. I mean, like we've seen the footage. We've shown the footage. Not everyone. You know, like, the mainstream media has refused to show the footage. <laughs> the the cops unlocked the door. Let yes. them in. Well, and Say, and and follow me. Come right. this way. Like they're they're like, walking and taking videos and selfies. There's not like an angry mob. Like. This is, it's not even on the level of like Gaston and his people in, in Beauty and the Beast way back when, now, which I guess now, that now was now kind like of where, an angry mob. Yeah, but like where there, where there was like the mob part was, we've seen it where you see Ray Epps, you know, and they're going, they're, they're shaking the barriers and right. all and, that and stuff. People and people broke, they were the one broke yeah, windows they, they and were, stuff like that. But again, not yeah, all those were yeah. conservatives either. So it's, it's yeah. the most convoluted thing. It's just to, to make this event black and white like they do is categorically absurd and it's it's irresponsible but uh, yeah they, and, and, they don't and it's crazy even to like take it off that let's just go to some of the black lives matters rallies or protests that have happened where you see cameras turn over and there's these people passing out cash and be like hey just go flip that car and they hand out like 100 you know like hand out money yeah. and they go over and they're flipping cars like you know like you know it's it's you're sitting there going if you were just to take a minute and be able to watch it and that's why it's like hey if 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 that if those January six hearings actually would have shown everything and didn't leave stuff out, it there would they would have found something that it wasn't the conservatives. It was one hundred percent. I mean, none of the, that, none of the real know. footage was released. The FBI never released all the full footage from the pipe bomber. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's 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 again. Even if you are on the other side, if you're a Democrat voter, a diehard you know liberal, a socialist, whatever. Maybe not a socialist or a communist because you just are, 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 you can't be fixed. But like, if you're someone who's been a Democrat your whole life, you should look at these events and have a shit ton of questions. And you should not be satisfied with the non answers that's provided by the government and by the media. It's just, that's just, that's just the truth. Yeah. And then, I mean, I mean, come on. Remember, uh, Maxine Waters, when she was like, find them in a restaurant, go and, you know, like the people who've been inciting these things, who've been trying to provoke these to happen have been the Democrats. So we have footage of it. We have, we have it here. Like you could see it. Evidence is really quiet, by the way, too, lately. She has been. I feel like, do we do a where in the world is Maxine Waters? Yeah, I I think so. (laughs) Where in the world is Maxine Waters? (laughs) I mean, that might be that. Maybe they finally realized, like, hey, she's been serving since um, the American Revolution, (laughs) and she is the (laughs) dumbest bitch on the planet. We should probably tuck her away somewhere and not let her think or speak. Maybe they finally had that that i'd say come to jesus moment but they don't believe in jesus so maybe they had some sort of a revelation where they're like no, we need to put in a room and they're like this comes from the very top there are a thousand things different with these two photos you need to find the difference but it's the exact same photo she's been in there for months now like a, <laughs> just circling away this game is racist this game is <laughs> maxine you've only found two um Get back in there and find all thousand right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All right. So Joe Smearpants talked uh, some about the 2020 election last night as well. Here was that. The great irony about the 220 election is that it's the most attacked election in our history. And yet, and yet, there's no election in our history that we can be more certain of its results. So we're going way, way back. 
to 220, okay? Not 2020. He said 220. So I mean, back when dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth. We're, we're 220 <laughs> years after the death of Christ. And, and that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're talking about. No, okay. At the dawn of time in the year 220. <laughs> yes. That election. I, you know, and it, it, you know, I, good for him. He's challenged my brain. I'm thinking about politics in a whole new way back in the 200s and 300s that I just never had really spent a lot of time on. Um, but, but he, so I mean, it's kind of hard. You go back on social media and you can't find anything. Seriously. Know, I could, I mean, weird. no one so was even weird. tweeting that year. It was ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so Joe said the, the great irony of the 2020 election is, is that it's the most attacked election in our history. And yet there's no election in our history. We can be more certain of its, Results. How can you even say that with a straight face? It's just, I mean, and of course he's saying that because he finger parents for those of you audio uh, listeners, he won, right? He, I mean, he didn't win. He was installed, but, but at the same time, let's, let's, let's take that out for a second. Let's take the very obvious fact out that there was just rampant fraud. And, and because of the 2020 election and all of the hate and all the division and all of this communist bullshit that's been shoved down upon us that we've essentially become a third world country over the span of the last six years here, or really the last two years here. But <clears throat> let's, let's table that for now and skip back before Joe was installed. Because you guys, Hillary, the Democrat Party, the mainstream media, throughout through a massive hissy fit after 2016 when Trump won. and. And still to this day, do you've got Stacey Abrams, who still to this day thinks that she didn't win. She, here's the funny thing: I she she was at the Chow Hall and like the Golden Corral line so far. I don't even think she officially ever registered. She said she did, like in between. Yeah, I'm running for governor. Uh, like, but like she never actually registered. She did. I I'm just speculating at this point. But but these guys have challenged these election results. They've gone after these results. They've gone after people in our party for forever 2016 just being the most recent most prominent prominent one well i mean let's let's rewind a little further back before so 220 before you... ad or like before the 2020 election <laughs> i'm just making sure before that i'm getting my redhead before the 2020 i'm going to paint the picture you're not you haven't gone in you haven't gone in yet okay you know it's pre 911 2001. I Bush haven't gone in. I'm not. I'm not hunting yeah. yet. You, okay. Yeah, you're not hunting yet. W. Bush gets in. Okay. Remember Al Gore was w. like recount. I want to count it. I would like count it again. They didn't make this big of a wave, like they're making now. They they just they conceded. Yeah, we lost. It's over. It's done. Now, do you think that was the? Well, he had a lot know, of money to sit on because he had founded the internet. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, so he's like, the like I, I, I created else. the internet. Yeah. I can go. <laughs> No, but uh, like he, but so I'm going to say there's a Democratic Party that they just kind of sat down. But do you think that was like ground zero for what we're now like? Okay, next time it's something like this. We need to we need to make a plan. We need we need to figure out how we can actually win this, or we need to figure out how we can make such big waves that it's going to push them out of office. Well, I, I, I think, can see that being possible. Well, know? yeah, I mean, I mean I, it, it didn't go as far back then, and then you get you know their their protege, you get their their globalist douchebag Obama in there who came out of obscurity. Okay, had, had, yes, he had done a little bit in the Senate, but like he came out of obscurity for that and then 
you know, yeah. had essentially damn near zero experience in government. They run him. He wins because he's he's black and he does speak well. Okay, not because you know what I'm saying. Like he's he's we talked about it yesterday. He's he's yeah, he's, he's got, got charisma. charisma. He's got yeah. he's got that it factor, and he agreed to do all the stuff that they wanted to. He was a pawn in the game. So they so they get him in there, but they really did. I mean, they made some strides, but I, to me, they they didn't make as many strides in that eight years as they thought they would. There's still plenty. I mean, if if you if you if you look at votes in terms of policy votes and what went through the house and Senate, and what didn't, it looks like there's more checks in the loss column than win column. But so I think that they wanted more, there, expected more there. They didn't get that, but where they did succeed is, is putting people in key positions throughout the government during those eight years. Yeah. That's the oh. underwritten story or under, under discussed story of what came out of those eight years. I know what it was like serving on the ground overseas under him. It was awful. It was not easy to do your job. Like it was, it was almost like your government was cheering for the bad guy. But beyond that, the, the ramifications and the ripple effect that's, that's come from that is all of our agencies have been weaponized and politicized. And you've got people in key positions throughout the government now who are very much opposed to America and our values so all that to well, say, and, even though they got a lot done, I think that they came out of that like shit. We got it. We have to do more. And then when Trump upset Hillary, it was like, oh, this is not happening again because well, this guy is I mean, gonna yeah. share all the info. I mean, you could you could see it. I mean, even when because remember she she was running against Obama, but then stepped down because Obama was doing better, and then became part of his cabinet. Right? Yeah, she was Secretary and of State. Then, yeah. yeah, Secretary of State. Yeah, and then. You know, now she's running again, and you—I mean—you go back and look at it, the look on her face when she loses is like, guys, you told me we had this and we had this in the back, like, <laughs> yeah, what, like what happened, you know? And obviously, they were riding on the coattails of what we just—you know—first black president. I think now people are like, oh yeah, let's have our first woman president. Like it's that time, but obviously there was a red wave that came through that said no, right? We <laughs> we we need someone who's for us, yeah. We don't you know, want a politician. When, Again, when, you, you can like Trump, not like Trump. I know he's a polarizing figure. I like the guy. I think he was one of the better presidents we've ever had. And I think regardless of whether you're on board with him or not, and this, this really goes to the, to the moderate Democrats for the three that are left and to the, uh, some people who, who, who fall into the trap, not the actual rhino type voters but people who fall into the trap of of voting for for rhinos i should say is the benefit is is this the masks are off now he came in and upset the entire system and it's way 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 more transparent now to the american people so like him or don't like him you should be thanking him because you should if you're paying even this much attention have a better understanding of how much this government and it's the, the, this Democrat party, how much they hate you and how much they hate this country. Cause it's clear as day. Well, yeah. I mean, even the people right now, and this will be the last thing we can move on. I know we got plenty more clips of just Biden here, but even with, it's like, Oh, we're pulling the, the barrels from our reserve. Well, Trump capped it out our reserve, but he bought those barrels at a lot, way cheaper price. Cause he was able to keep the cost of oil down. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, oh, we'll just refill it. We'll be fine, America. Yeah, but we're going to be buying it when it's like two, three times, two, three, four times the amount 
than what we paid back then. And so it's just going to hurt us even more. We're going to be falling more in a deficit when it comes to the debt that America's in. And it's just this, it's like, ugh, unbelievable, you know? Yeah. And it's like, but again, they, they can say those things because they think that you and me are stupid and everyone else is stupid and they think they can get away with it. And 50% and of the time they can. And, and that's, that's how we got to this place right here. All right, let's keep going. It wouldn't be a Biden speech without gaffes while he had one. This is not an awful one, but it's kind of funny considering all the, uh, the things that are going on surrounding this. Here is him talking about the, the, the battle box, as he would call it. We don't settle our differences in America with a riot, a mob, or a bullet, or a hammer. We settle them peaceably at the battle at the battle box, the ballot box, the battle box. Ah, the old battle he was saying box, ballot box. I think that's what he was trying yes. to no, say. No, he definitely meant <laughs> ballot box. There's, thank you, Disco, for the Biden translation. Um, and he was definitely not, by the way, referring to the vice president's vagina as battle box. He was trying to say ballot box. Like that's like let's just clear that up, get it out of the way. But he said There's that also we, a, a company called Battlebox. He wasn't referring to them. Either. No, not yeah. Although if you use promo code, just kidding. We don't have a, we don't have a thing with them. Um, why don't we? They, they seem like they're. Uh, I don't know. Let's get a hold of them. Let's get let's a hold see. of them. Brenda. We don't have a Brenda. Um, no, we let Brenda go last week. Yeah. She was the real. Yeah, she was something. Um, <laughs> so, so he said that we don't settle. Our differences with riots, a mob, a bullet, or a hammer. I love that hammer's gotten worked in now because of of Paul's fun um, sexual escapade that night. First of all, though, let's let's take the weapons out of this. You, you Joe, your you in particular too, but you and your party, the Democrats, have always loved mob rule. Always, you you are the founders damn near of mob rule, at least in America. I mean, Democrats would put on their clan gear. Let's look back to the 20s, right? Put on their clan gear, hop on horses, and ride in mass into towns to terrorize them. These guys are operating and engaging in similar activities today. It just looks and feels different. And they've got the media on their side to spin it different. But their message is, don't get in our way. Or, we'll tr- or we will ruin your reputation. We will burn your buildings to the ground. And then in the end, we'll get a free pass for it. Because we'll say that they were mostly peaceful. And we'll use our proxies and our allies in the media, our mouthpiece in the media, to spin it that way. But these guys have always been the party of hate and destruction. Please recognize that. Again, I think if you're in this audience, you do. But that's... That's who they are. And how, how, they, how they can say it, even him, even being a dementia-riddled man in serious cognitive decline, I don't know how you can even say these types of things with a straight face. It's just, it's, it's, it's I mean, I really, like, legitimately and very genuinely is fascinating to me. Because, I, look, I, coming from my old line of work, you've got to be a sociopath. To an extent, or you become one, one of the two. And some of the things that I would have to do, some of the tales that I would have to tell in the context of work for the good of our country and for your safety, it, it screws you up. So I've got a jacked up mind 
But to see the things that they say and do all the time, it's like, I am, I am very normal, very normal. And I'm, and I'm, but I'm not, they're just, it just, they're just that next level, that next level. <clears throat> then he laid, speaking of elections. So we talked about 2020 said how just razor, razor tight and secure it was, how well buttoned up it was. 81 million votes, people. Remember that. The guy who can't even finish the sentence. But he laid the groundwork for cheating next week on Tuesday. Here's the clip. We want Americans to vote. We want every American's voice to be heard. Now we have to move the process forward. We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases we won't know the winner of the election for a few days until after a few days after the election. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots in a legal and orderly manner. <laughs> oh, does it? Uh, Listen, there's no reason. There's no reason whatsoever. I've been a part of rigging elections in other countries, okay? I understand the games that are played. There's no reason, especially in a first-world country like ours, even though we're not necessarily at the top anymore, there's no reason that all results should not be, you know, calculated that same night, period. End of story. Shut up. If you have a different opinion, shut up. You're wrong. But if you, if you read through the lines and what he just said there, you can see what they're preparing for and what they did this last election. We saw it. You can expect unbelievable amounts of voting fraud in, in probably the usual suspect states. Because they know what's coming. They know their backs are... They didn't want Trump to win, Trump to win last time and they were willing to do anything and everything. Literally, there is a Newsweek article. They literally told us how everyone got on the same page to prevent it from happening. They didn't talk about fraud, but they talked about everything else, and then fraud was just the icing on the cake. But they know that they're making progress in destroying this country, but they know that people don't like it, and that's about to end if we can take the House and Senate back. So don't think for one second that they will take this lying down. They won't. Even Kamala doesn't lie down. She, she gets to her knees, but she will not lie down. None of them will lie down. It's not going to happen. <laughs> They're going to pull out all the stops to cheat once again. And saying to be patient, you got to be patient. All they're saying by it's, it's going to take multiple days in, 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 in tabulating votes in some places is we need to see how much we need to alter the outcome of this particular location. That's that, that is the translation. That is the, the, you know, the, the Google translation for why did that election take three days to declare the results? Answer the Democrats realized that they were down 362,000 votes and did not have enough. Therefore, they, you know, they had, you get it. And they found four bags in the back room that weren't open. Yeah. Overnight. And they just counted them real quick overnight. So they didn't have to worry about it the next day. So they could get the, the back to counting the normal stuff. Yeah. And the, you know, and there was a power shortage and the cameras broke and a pipe, a pipe burst. So people had to leave the bill. You know, it's 
No big deal, though. Obviously, everything's on the up and up. There was a fire. We're assuming all those votes over there were for, you know, you know, for us. So we're just we're not even going to worry about it. We're not going to go in. We're just right. going to, yeah, it was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gist of it. So we're still in A block and we're 50 minutes into this episode. But um, we're going to keep going because it's the last episode of the week. We do Monday through Thursday. So we're going to keep partying. By the way, though, real quick, in his national address last night to a struggling nation heading into the holidays and for people who are going to struggle to heat and warm their homes heading into the dead of winter, here's the number of times that he mentioned the following topics, okay? I forget who compiled this list, but you, you, credit to them. But the border, which is wide-ass open, which he has not been to, zero. Crime. Zero. Inflation, something hitting everyone zero times. The supply chain crisis hitting everyone. He mentioned it zero times. Gas prices. He set a United States record multiple times. He beat his own record multiple times. He mentioned gas prices zero times. China, who places objects in his ass daily and owns him and owns much of D.C. in this country and is a giant threat. He mentioned them, you guessed it, zero times. Education, zero times. Our military, which is being purged, zero times. Our police, which is losing people left and right. Morale is down like, like, like within the military, zero times. The fentanyl that's coming across our border and killing innumerable people in this country, zero times. But he was really, really good at hitting on his message that Republicans are a threat to democracy. And that Democrats and people like Joe Biden, who did not even know where he was giving the speech, are the only people capable of running this country. That was the message. That was the entire, if, if you heard nothing else, the entire takeaway was this country should only be run by people like us. Trust me, these other people are awful terrorists. That's, that's the Cliff Notes version. And I'm very familiar with Cliff Notes. I was, a, I was an athlete. I relied heavily on Cliff's Notes for books, which is probably why I'm a podcaster and, and, a, and a show Cliff, host now. Cliff is a great guy. He's a great, a great guy. guy. I mean, think of the – if anyone deserves a Nobel Peace Prize, it's, it's Cliff. Yeah. In his black and yellow books. He should have, books. A stat, have a statue of himself in D.C. next to the A.C. guy. Yes. And we're good. Yes. Next to Carrier. Yeah. All right, whichever platform you guys are on, please hit that like button. Hit the plus sign if you're on Rumble. It's the boxing glove if you're on the Rumble app. We're so grateful that you're here. We've got some new channels listening today. We're, we're thrilled to have you. Please keep, keep watching. Please come back. Bring friends back with you. We try to have fun each and every day, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern. And then we slide on over to Booze and Banter on Locals, uh, where, where we keep the show going, but we have some drinks. Although there's maybe drinks in the studio today. Whatever. It's... Thursday. We can do whatever we want. It's America still. It's not, it's not the communist states of America yet. All right. So hit that like button. Keep engaging. We've got plenty more to get into here on the other side. Stick around. Are you watching what's happening in the world today? Global pandemic, 
dramatic stock market volatility, trade wars with China, U.S. debt piling up, banks charging negative interest rates, the Fed printing money again. World economies are poised for a major freefall. In 2008, many Americans lost a large portion of their retirement savings. Fortunately, those who were protected invested in physical gold and silver. Historically, when the stock market has crashed, gold and silver have increased in value and have protected investors from crippling losses. You see, gold and silver can act like an insurance policy. For decades, savvy investors have taken advantage of an IRS loophole that allows one to add physical gold, silver, or other precious metals to their retirement savings. What else can physical gold and silver do for you? Privatize your savings. With banking and online financial systems alone, you really only have paper currency and bank receipts. At GoldCo, we're here to help you protect and grow your life savings. Our specialists assist you in two ways. One, buying physical gold and silver direct. Two, facilitating the transfer or rollover from your existing retirement account into a self-directed IRA. Our process is fast, easy, and no cost to you. There are three simple steps to setting up a self-directed IRA. First, we help you open your new IRA account with a quick application. Second, you'll choose how you would like to fund it. Third, we'll help you select the metals that best fit your investment goals and ship them to your account. That's it. With more than a decade of experience and thousands of satisfied customers, the Gold Co. team remains committed to helping individuals like you safeguard and grow their retirement savings. keep this show going plenty of content still to get to we got booze and banter coming up on locals here as well in a little bit so we spoke yesterday about the tweet we couldn't show it because the white house took it down but they had put out this tweet about the cost of living adjustment cola and how it was greater than ever before and they were boasting about it. they were so proud like oh have you noticed that cola is higher than it's ever been this year and yet cola and their adjustment went Less far than it has before because of how bad inflation was. They didn't get that. They don't understand just, you know, basic math. Um, it's hard for them. So they abandoned the tweet. They take it down. And the token press secretary was asked about it. Here's what KJP had to say. Thanks, Green. Um, the White House removed a tweet that talked about the increase in Social Security benefits in 2023 uh, through President Biden's leadership. There was a, a contextual note. I'm not sure what the proper terminology is for the uh, platform that was added to that. Was it removed because of the addition of the note, or was it removed because of the concern about the uh, veracity of the message? In the so it was. I, look, the tweet was not complete. Usually, when we put out a tweet, uh, we posted with context, and it did not have that context. Uh, so in the past, we've pointed out that for the first time in our in over a decade, seniors' uh, Medicare premiums will will decrease even as their Social uh, Security checks increase. 
piece, that's a little bit of context that was not included. This means that seniors will have a chance to get ahead of inflation due to the rare combination of rising benefits and falling premiums. And, and let's not forget, as, as you've been hearing me say for the past few minutes about MAGA Republicans in Congress and their continued threat uh, to, to threaten Social Security and Medicare, proposing, uh, proposing to them on the chop, proposing to put them on the chopping blocks uh, every five years, threatening benefits and to change uh, eligibility. So those are the types of context that would normally be uh, with a tweet like that. It did not, it, it did not have that context. It was an incomplete tweet, as I just mentioned, uh, and so that's why you saw the digital team take. Action. <laughs> okay, that's amazing, right? So a roundabout way. A lot of words in that answer. <laughs> a lot of words that said nothing. The bottom line is this. Let me just tell you, okay? The White House digital team, who also run, I, I presume it's the same people who run Joe's Twitter handle as well. Joe doesn't know how to log into Twitter. But the, the, the White House digital team, they knew the tweet was false. They published it anyways, and they got busted. You know why? Because for years, they could, they could tweet whatever the hell they wanted and get away with it, and it would be considered to be true because it wasn't fact-checked because all the fact-checkers are radical leftists because Twitter were radical leftists before. Now, just in a, in a, a span of less than a week, or about a week at this point, there's about... Oh, there's a little bit of, of equality in terms of fact-checking. And, and all the people who've pushed back are like, uh, yeah, no, everything you said in that tweet's absolutely wrong. There's, in fact, nothing to boast about. Your cost-of-living adjustment does nothing. We have seniors who are having to, from retirement, go back and find part-time jobs to supplement their retirement savings and their income. Like, it, it, they're in an awful situation. And as I said yesterday, the radical left and, and communists in general, they could care less about the elderly community. They might say, respect your elders, this, that. I don't even know that they say that. You should respect your elders. But they might say that, but they don't. They don't at all. You know why? Because as we talked about yesterday, elders and people in, in the senior community know what this country was, know what this country is capable of, know what it should be. And that historical memory needs to be wiped from the face of the planet. They don't care one little bit about them. And the fact now that there's actually a little bit more fair discussion on there has them getting caught with their pants down more. They put these things, things out. He says, this number looks good, right? But this number in context is not good, so we've called you on it. They try and just get people emotionally involved. That's what they do. They gain emotion through, or they gain power, excuse me, through emotion and through violence. Never, never by having good ideas. You know why? Because they've never had a good idea. I can't think, I mean, I'm sure there's been one somewhere. But certainly not lately. I, I can't think of one good idea they've had lately. Putting someone in the bunny at the White House. That was probably a good idea. Yep. Yeah. Have the, the, <laughs> the Easter bunny corraler. Good idea. I mean, poorly executed because it was, it was clear as day. But having any kind of corraler, having someone yeah. literally duct tape to his hip to like, like or have him yeah. strapped up. You know, when you do like the, um, the tandem jump, like uh, from, from an airplane, 
Like that's what needs to happen. Like he needs to be tandem jumped on on the stage. But he's so when but he's, he's so tall, so they would need to get someone taller than him so that it could actually work. You know, that's fine. To... But but just I'm just saying for like when it's time to walk off the stage, he just gets walked he off. Just, he just lifts up his legs and yeah. <laughs> baby Bjorn's it out of there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. All right. So. So we told you, we showed, a, I think it was yesterday, we showed a TikTok video. You've got O Butthole, who's been on the campaign trail for his fellow, uh, stumping for his fellow commies out there, specifically the ones who are in tight races. And they've sent Obama to the places that are tighter races that, that mean a lot to them. And he warned in his latest stop about political violence, saying that demonizing political opponents was going to cause people to get hurt. So kind of like, I mean, if I just, I mean, I want to get this example right. I want to make sure that I'm understanding what Barry said here. So are you talking about like the Marco Rubio campaign volunteer that was nearly beaten to death in Miami for wearing a MAGA hat and a Rubio t-shirt like that? Is that the kind of violence that we're talking about? I'll pause. I'll pause for, for an answer. I don't think Obama's here in the chat today, but. No, uh, yeah, he he said he couldn't make it. Today. Well, he was golfing or something. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but I mean, it's, that's that. I think is the kind of political violence that maybe he's talking about, right? Or maybe he's referring to some lovers' quarrel that involved a hammer. I don't know. I don't know. My my guess is probably the latter. But the beauty of the communist ideology is that your political rivals are not humans; they are evil. They're mere objects. And again, I get this mindset because of the work that I used to have to do and how I had to view the world to survive and operate in it in some dark and bad places. <clears throat> These guys take things to another level. They're like, they're, they are next level. But he's warning. He's warning about it. Speaking of, well, you, go ahead. Well, you know, they're out of, um, they're out of plays. Especially when Jesse Smollett had to come out and be like, this is MAGA country, bitch, you know, like, and all that stuff. Like, they can't use the bleach and the subway subs and all that stuff anymore because that, that was played. You know, I just so, wish Jesse but, and Bubba Wallace would get together already. Like, we're all waiting for this. Is like, <laughs> it's like Ross and Rachel. <laughs> just do it. Just do it already. All right. <laughs> make a baby. You can, you can make babies now as men. We're, we're going to talk about that again later, too, sadly. Um, so speaking of violence, though, to say that the people of Brazil are pissed off at the outcome of the presidential election is one of the biggest understatements of the year. Check out this video. We've got several, in fact. This, these videos, yeah, I should say. There's no audio to it. Though, That's so fine. We'll just... But check out these videos of people protesting you know, throughout Brazil. You know, this one here, I think, is in Rio de Janeiro. You've got others. But it's a massive sea of people who are pissed off that Bolsonaro was defeated by this criminal communist globalist Lula, who, of course, is big buddies with Klaus Schwab in the World Economic Forum and, of course, is also friends with the world's favorite supervillain, George Soros. But you've got these people showing up in mass. And I wonder, kind of just side point, like for the people in the back, if you're watching this, this video and you're not in your car driving or something, there's tons of people who go all the way back up to the beach. You can see the waves crashing behind them. Like the people in the back, like, do you stay when the tide changes or do you? 
I was about to say, not a bad place to do a protest, but you're right. If, if the tide comes up, like, well, we got to move. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know. It's, we're, I think we're getting into the, the nitty gritty here. Maybe we're going too far. But, you know, they're, they're surrounding offices of the Brazilian military, demanding that they go and arrest Lula and demanding that Bolsonaro become president again. You had truckers. Yeah, yeah, there's the, the video there. Truckers setting up flaming roadblocks on highways, shutting down traffic to show their displeasure in what they believe to be a stolen election. And the people hate this guy, Lula. They've hated him. They hated him when he was there before. They hate him now because of his cozy relationship with the Chicoms, his view of, of how to treat people in the country of Brazil. This is a guy who was just in prison for corruption not long ago. And they're afraid that Lula's going to let the Chinese rape the Amazon rainforest like they do all over the, the rest of the planet for mineral deposits to make batteries and, and Lord knows what else. And, of course, just the general mistreatment or distreatment of, of, of the people in the country. But it's, it's going to be interesting to see. We've kind of just danced around the topic this week, but this place is a literal tinderbox. We are here, too, in our own way. But they're like out in mass, ready to go, ready to go to blows. They do not like what's happening. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see what the response is. By the way, YouTube, who of course hates us. We don't do the show on YouTube anymore because they hate America. They, I, apparently, they really hate me. Um, so we've got our second hard strike on there and are one away from getting off. So we're just not going to do the show there anymore. It's not worth it. But. They, they have come out and said, if you say anything about election fraud there, they're going to censor the content. Like, they've just straight up owned it. Yeah. Don't. don't. It's, it's essentially why uh, Crowder got blocked for the next two weeks is on YouTube is because of that. They're like, oh, you said. And he's like, if you go back and listen to the episode, we don't talk about that. <laughs> you know, yeah. but they've just flagged it and hit it. And they don't because they know what we're talking about, what they're talking about, what Russell Brand's talking about is is truthful and it but it goes against what they believe it goes against their narrative right and that's why they're like nope we, we don't want to hear it yeah that's essentially like a not like up in here like no 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 you know yeah. like, like just stop it can Did we you, get rob you know, riggle on the show does any do we have anyone on the team who knows rob or anyone in the audience i don't know but he probably yeah, doesn't agree he, with us politically and all that. So, although i don't know like he might. You never He's know. a Midwestern guy. Like he, I, who knows? We'll see. But um, maybe, maybe we get him on in common. But what's great is I feel like if we were to show this to Pelosi or to Hillary or to KJP or Biden, they'd say, "Oh, they're standing up for what they believe in and what they feel is right for their country." But when you look at the when you, if you were to show them them images of January sixth, they'd say this is an insurrection and it was the worst day in America. But all that stuff. Darkest like, day in history. Yeah. What's the difference here? Like that's the these images. Uh, you know, it's like, it's like there's a hundred things that are different in this image. Figure out it's that picture and January sixth. Tell right. me the difference. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I hate 2022. I just really do. Um, someone else who probably hates 2022 are Twitter employees because Elon's firing 3,700. Of their 7,500 employees, you can do the math. That's approximately, you know, 50% right there. He's also canceling their work-from-home policy and is going to force employees to come back to the office for work, which I still can't believe that I'm reading that last sentence. 
How long has it been since two weeks to slow the spread? A long time, right? A long-ass time. Over two years. And there's still people that are there at home, not coming in, terrified. Well, I don't know what that was, actually. I have no idea what I just did with my hands there. But terrified, <laughs> wearing double masks at home. You know, their dog. Well, they don't have dogs if they're that. They're, they're cats. Well, I would say their cats are licking them. The cats are, are just not generally that nice. I know that's going to offend some of you. But I just, I'm not a cat. Part. I, I'm a dog guy. Um, but I was going to say, they wouldn't even let their dogs, if they were cool enough to own dogs, lick their faces, I, I imagine. Because that's got to be, you got to, I mean, you're spreading COVID. You might give way. the dog COVID. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or you could give it to, yeah, exactly. That's true. And then PETA gets involved. It's all nasty. But, COVID really spoiled these overeducated, emotional, just little nitwits. Like, it just did. So they're all having to come back now. Some of them will probably quit, but he's going to fire 3,700 of them. He's giving them two months of severance pay. And he's going to... The, the, That's generous. generous. That is generous. Ugh. Generous. Is that like a Spaceballs it, reference? I don't know. Yeah, it I seems know. like something <laughs> that Mel Brooks would say in there. But... but that's good news, I think. You know, that's positive. We've seen some fact-checking stuff. What's not positive, and again, I've said I'm, I'm not all in on Elon Musk. I don't go all in on anyone. I, that's just not my policy, okay? There's some people I go more all in on, but I, I, I refuse to go all in on people just because people always disappoint you. Sorry if that's news to you. Um, hopefully, you're an adult and you get that. But... <clears throat> He also is restoring content moderation tools that he suspended for a bit after talking to some left-wing groups this week. They complained about his decision to take them away from some staffers and employees there and plans to relax speech protections on the platform, yada, 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 all of that. So these guys, all that to say, it doesn't mean that things aren't going to improve there. I'm not saying that. I'm not suggesting that. Just baby steps. Just baby Baby steps, steps, but also that the tentacles... Are, are long and deep of, of these people on the left. And for a few days, it seemed like, oh, man, like we're just going like ludicrous speed into better days on Twitter. And then Lord Helmet pumped the brakes, or he probably didn't because he can't figure that out, but his guy, his, his commandant or whatever, pumped the brakes. And now it looks like, there's going to be a little bit more give and take on some of these transitions. So we'll see how all of it plays out. Well, and it could also be something too that, that they haven't talked about. There could be, you know, just webs and webs of technical stuff that has gone into these algorithms that if you were to turn them off, it kind of turns Twitter off. You never know. You yeah. Know, like it's just, there's so, because it's been embedded into the inner workings of the files are so in the now. computer. Yeah. They're in the computer. It's that simple. But, you know, like, uh, there's probably more to it. We don't know. We don't. And, and but also, too, it's like I, you know, I can see where it's like, oh, why is he coming back on that? But right. we don't know the full story. We're not in those meetings. We don't know what's going on. And yeah, um, I haven't you know, been invited also, to one of those. Is... Yeah, we well, we've at, we've we've formally asked to be a part of the, the, the board. Yeah. And the council, excuse me, the council. Um, but, you know, still haven't heard anything back for that. But it's also, too, you got to remember, it's it, there's a lot, probably a lot of give and take you know, two steps forward, one step back in this situation. So he's trying to figure out what's a mountain, what's a molehill and where does he want to die? Where does he want to, you know, like die on, you know, what, what mountain does he want to die on? You know, for, no, we want this to happen. 
And so let's give it some time, see what happens. Fair point. Let's give it some time. Mudcat, did you guys ever get into the story about libs wanting amnesty for their actions during COVID? Yes, we did yesterday. It was laughable. We said, hell no. Absolutely not. Went into it. I'm not going to go into it again. Um, But let's go back and watch yesterday's episode. Yeah, it's not happening. Not happening. Uh, Real quick, guys, be sure to head on over to Survive With Truth. The world is crazy right now. You can see it over my left shoulder here. We have partnered with My Patriot Supply. They give amazing discounts to our listeners. Right now, you can get amazing discounts still um, on your three-month food kits, your four-week food kits, you name it. Free shipping. They come in discreet boxes. So head on over to survivewithdrew.com. Have that peace of mind, you guys. Have that peace of mind that you've got at least a starter kit. Some people go crazy and have, I got a year's worth of food. You don't have to. I'm not saying, well, it's nice to have. I'm not saying do that, though. At least have a... This gives us time to think about and plan our next step amount of food. And you can do that with survivewithdrew.com. It'll come to you in unmarked boxes with free shipping and some great deals over there. So get on over there again, survivewithdrew.com. Okay, so CNN is shakeups going on and on and on since Chris Lick came in there and took over for Zucker, right? So first you had Brian Stelter fired, which was one of the most glorious days ever. Dude who should have never had a show. Dude who's not even an adult yet. Like, he should still be in middle school somewhere. And maybe he's gone back to middle school. I don't know. He's, he's doing his thing at, at Harvard, too. But he was fired. Then Don Lemon was demoted. Going to come back to this. Don Lemon was demoted to the morning show. And now Jake Tapper has been demoted. Not fired, but demoted. He's losing his 9 p.m. show and going back to an afternoon slot. Which is, which is awesome. His show never caught on live. it. Was his live or no? His was, I think so. Yeah, it was live. It was nine. No, nine I'm just saying, yeah. like, if, if it's just like he's getting old and doesn't want to be up to late, like, just film it in the morning. Or no, whatever, he's like my age. He's <laughs> like, yeah, he's. he's. No, I'm just saying, like, if he's like, I don't want to be up that late, you know, like, yeah. okay, fine. Just film it and still air. But no, obviously, it's a demotion. It's a massive <laughs> demotion. He, he it, it totally failed and underperformed the ratings. So they're moving him back there. I don't know who they're putting in that slot. Um, but. Uh, they're having some serious issues. They've had some serious issues for a long time in terms of their ratings and reputation. And really right now, and CNN's been winning this race, but it's a race to the bottom between CNN and MSNBC. And Jake Tapper is just the latest casualty of, of this war that's happening in the media. And it's, it's fun to see. It's fun to see because these guys all went in and they went so hard to the hoop starting in 2016. The whole media enterprise went absolutely after president donald trump i mean you we uh, i'm not going to go into that again but obviously they were so vile towards the man there was no respect for the office whatsoever they did anything and everything they could to have him removed from office and it's backfired in a pretty glorious way to the point where cnn's ratings tanked their money tanked the People getting fired for all sorts of nefarious stuff behind the scenes. Zucker out as CEO. A new guy comes in to try and fix it. And the, the, the mountain that has to be climbed, there's, there's no example in the world that's a perfect, you know, one-to-one example for, for how big of a mountain it is that has to be climbed to fix this because it's crazy. And all of these journalists who worked there went so far in on the anti-Trump train and were so clearly politically biased that they've completely destroyed their careers and i think it's absolutely remarkable 
I think it's great. I, I, some people might think that's mean. I just think it's great. Speaking of, Don Lemon is an absolute douche, right? He's just a sleaze bag. You know, Chris Cuomo is like a sleaze slash mobster guy. Don's just like a, he's just a, he's just a gay douchebag. And he got demoted, right? So he lost his, his primetime show and was going to take over this new morning show. And he did. He wasn't going to. He did take over this new morning show that he's co-hosting with Poppy Harlow and Caitlin Collins. And it debuted this week on Tuesday. And guys, it got crushed. It got crushed despite tons of promotion, heavy promotion, by the network. It only brought in 387,000 viewers. That's less than this show used to do on YouTube before they went full communist. And it averaged 71,000 viewers in the key 25 to 54 age demo, according to Nielsen. Those are atrocious numbers. By comparison, MSNBC's Morning Joe. Okay, you've got the awful couple of, of Joe and Mika on there, two hateful people. They amassed 793,000 viewers. So for, for simple terms, double. They did double the amount of viewership. Meanwhile, Fox and Friends did 1.5 million, more, more than 3x. So it got obliterated. There was not a show, <coughs> excuse me, there was not a show on CNN, MSNBC, or Fox News that ranked lower in the ratings than Don Lemon's morning show debut on Tuesday. Ouch. Sorry, Donnie boy. Don't rape bartenders. Oh, Male bartenders. Boy. <laughs> uh, okay, last thing we're going to touch on, then we're going to booze and banter. You've ca- you guys have kind of gotten a bonus long episode today. We're so glad all of you are here. Thanks for spending time with us. Again, I'm going to paste in the link right now before we dive into the story of where we're going to be for booze and banter. It's really easy to get yourself an account over there, $5 a month, and you're in for every booze and banter throughout the month and other special pro- um, things that we do over there. Disco, I got a question for you. Hit me. Do you have ovaries? No. No. Okay. I didn't think so. How about like fallopian tubes, labia? I mean, like you got any of those parts? I know you've got kidney stones right now, but do you have any of those things? No. No, I don't. Um, I'm I'm actually, I don't know where this is going. (laughs) I haven't read this far into the notes. I don't really either, if I'm being honest with you. But so, so evidently the CDC, I mean, this is, we're, we're in 2022. This is, these are all reasonable questions these days. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Evidently the CDC believes that men can have all of those parts I just listed, plus the ability to give birth. Again, I'm not breaking news here. We've talked about this. This is, this has been an ongoing thing as our country collapses. But the reason I bring it up is the CDC has removed the word woman from sections of its safety guidance and flu vaccines section uh, for for during pregnancy, according to articles and according to their own site out there. So gender terms such as women, woman, mother, he, she, pronoun, all those types of things were erased from the Q&A section of the flu vaccine safety and pregnancy page. Last year, and they've continued to double down with changing their their narrative and their descriptors um, ever since. The words have been replaced 
with gender-neutral language, such as pregnant people and the gender-neutral pro- pronoun there. Why? <laughs> what are we going to be teaching our kids in biology? This. Uh, like, these, the short answer is this. <laughs> that's, that's what they're going to be teaching them. It's, Unless you <laughs> teach them. Which I, mean, I highly encourage. I mean, I remember when they pulled out the old projector and we did like the your body is changing. You know, they had like you know they played it. The guy with the creepy mustache came on and talked. It was yeah. actually borderline funny. But like you learned a lot, like especially as a growing a growing boy, like, you learned a lot about like oh so that's what that does. Okay, cool. You know, <laughs> like there was questions that needed to be answered, and now now it's like what are they going to show like. I, I mean, I could I could guess what they're going to be showing <laughs> ten years from now, but I don't want to. Oh, uh, uh, let's not let that's enraged. so far down the road. Like it's going to be, <laughs> I can't even go as dark <sighs> as that would be. But I mean, literally, here's how it reads now: um, Influenza is more likely to cause severe illness in pregnant people. Uh, flu shots given during pregnancy help protect the pregnant parent and baby from flu. Um, I mean, the bottom line, again, people say so sick of this bleeping nonsense, Tracy. I, I agree. I'm I'm 100% there with you, and you feel free on this is my show to say whatever word you want. Um, but these people have lost their minds. They choked big time. And you could say they choked again. I, I, I'm saying they choked, and they lost their minds, and they went all politicized. During it, but also they knew what they were doing because this is part of the plan to take our country down this path to divide the nuclear family to do all those things. But on on the surface level, for those people who aren't paying that much attention, and are just kind of taking things verbatim with what they say or or read on their website, whatever, the all of their advice has been completely worthless. And as a result, this is a you know boy cried wolf type of a situation here. No one believes a damn thing you say, CDC, Rochelle Walensky, all of you, Fauci, like you have no credibility left. It's like the journalists we talked about. They all went so hard to the hoop that they became so obviously biased that no one will ever listen to them again. And I say that no one believes the thing that they say. There are. Sadly, there are. There's, there's a large portion of the population who believes every word, in fact, that CDC says, and are still wearing 17 cloth masks because of it. But <clears throat> just as a now, reminder, there's only Sorry. two genders. There's two. Yeah. Now, do, you can do, do like, you a finger the... on each hand. You can do two here. You could, like, cross. You could do, like, hook them horn. Whatever you want to do, but there's, there's two. Now, do you think um, uh, who makes it? I can't see who makes this game, but whoever makes Operation, they're going to become woke, and there's going to be like a gender <laughs> swapping portion of that game now. I mean, like, it's 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 these questions now that obviously our parents didn't have to worry about, and their parents for them didn't have to worry about, definitely. But now it's like kids come home from school. I mean, our our girls are homeschooled, and yet they still in town come across it, and we still have to talk about like dad why is that man wearing a dress we'll yeah. talk about that later please don't stop pointing i mean it, i'd love that you're just <laughs> but stop <laughs> just please it's not polite you know we you know, go home okay this is what's going on and it's just like ah how did we get here how did yeah. we get here as a as not you know as a nation you know it's just crazy it's it just is. 
It's extremely crazy. It's beyond crazy. And we are beyond our time today by a solid almost half hour. Pretty impressive, actually. Uh, I've put the link for Booze and Banter yet again on all the platforms. That's where we're... Oh, man, we've got Meme-tastic. We do. Let's do Meme-tastic. I've put the link for, for Booze and Banter. We're going to do Meme-tastic real quick, and then we're headed over to Locals where we'll do Booze and Banter. We'll, we'll refresh our drinks, powder our noses, and have some fun. We're not going to do that part. You, get, you can do that part, but we're going to have some fun over there. Um, so let's, let's do... That's Meme-tastic. That's, That's meme-tastic. Meme we should do that one more time. We sure should, Shafi. Okay, so let's get into this here real quick. Do we have that? Um, let, well, yeah, let's go ahead. And you do the what order your, that you what want. What was your question? No, no, no. no. Disregard my question. You do the order that you send them in. You send them to me. You surprise me. Some are like always. Some of these are great. Some of these are okay. But we're going to do them because we want to finish the day in kind of a, a, a calm, silly, casual manner. So let's yeah. put this first one up. Well, you know, it was Halloween. And uh, you know how some people put up signs like, you know, not home, take only one candy. This one I liked. Okay. It says, if you say Trump or treat, you'll get, like, you'll get some candy. I can't read it. Like, my screen got all blurry on me now, and I can't. It, yeah, tr if you say Trump or treat, you'll get candy. If what? Hang on, I'm I'm pulling it up like on Blow, my computer. So yeah, I, I was gonna say I, re I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what a great start to meme tastic. Um, yeah, as as we say this, Matilda says, uh, "Can we recover?" Uh, by the way, I love your your the name that you put for your last name there on Facebook, Matilda Zucker Dick. That's that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty special. Um, I don't know, I. I think yes, but I think yes is a stretch to get to can we recover? And if we do, I think it might be in more of a balkanized and or split up entity. Um, it says, if not, I'll get my bowl and say, bye, Den. Say, bye, Den. Yeah. 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 B-I-Den. Yeah. Thank you, F-News. It's just like, oh, my the computer got Other people got can all read it there. We've got, like, <laughs> we tons of small monitors in here, so it's it's a little different. Well, it's um, funny. I would say, like, we have big monitors to monitor other stuff, but when it comes to the feed, everything that it's always it's so small. small. <laughs> yeah, it's like the size of like phones and stuff. Um, okay, let's do the next one. This was great. Got my Paul Pelosi Halloween costume ready. Just some whitey tidies and a hammer. Um, there's obviously because we're coming off Halloween. There's going to be lots of lots of that coming up here. This one's just true. Yeah. This is just serious. We got Roger Stone. More men with guns were sent to arrest a 66-year-old uh, 66-year-old Roger Stone than Clinton and Obama sent to rescue our men in Benghazi. Not okay with that whatsoever. No. Um, but you get the point, and it's 100% it's true. Um, all right, let's move on to one that's less serious. That makes, that makes me mad. Um, so Elon... <laughs> Elon is adding the $8 charge, right? Everyone's in uproar about on Twitter. And here's AOC in her patented white outfit. $8 cover charge with the verified blue Wait, what's the $8 charge for Twitter? I missed that. It's, 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 it's something he's going to do to kind of recoup the costs, this, that, and the other. I think, you know, and, and deal with verification, deal with all these things to be on the platform. But also, 
What no one's talking about, the other side's not talking about, is I think that it's also going to take away a lot of the trolls and the fake accounts who are not going to be. Yeah. Well, I get. Hey, there you go. Yeah. Hey, if you you know come here and do this, and then then we'll we'll see who's fake or doesn't really want to be a part of this or who's a bot. We'll right. See, we'll, you know, the easy way to weed it out. I mean, the this amount of great. trolls that are out there, like not like the amount of bot troll accounts that are out there. I should say, there's there's real yeah. life trolls that are ab- oh, abundant. Yeah, real life trolls that will be willing to pay the pay that or more to continue to yeah. do what they do. Hey, mom, can I borrow eight dollars? Um, because they're definitely living in their basement. Hold on a minute. I'm downloading some celebrity opinions, says the dog as he <laughs> takes a dump. I like it. That's good. That's a good one. All right, bring me, feed me another one. Treasure bath. McDonald's got a sign out. Now hiring ex Twitter employees, all positions. <laughs> yes. Can you imagine what an ex Twitter employee would do to someone's food if they had a different political opinion? Now, granted, oh, I don't know if you can well, make. No mcdonald's food less healthy for you but no but they would they would just say we well, yeah, you we, we can't serve you you got to get out of here that's what they would do that's true they would yeah. maybe um all right we've got <laughs> plenty i love how <laughs> how big the spirit halloween costume meme thing was this oh it's, year. it's been like all the yeah all the rage this year on on social oh, media it's crazy home invader home invader two hammers underwear gay pride um weed flag weed flag berkeley stands united against hate sign lube <laughs> don't forget i mean you've gotta have that last part is critical one size size fits most <laughs> critical all right keep them coming keep them coming two more this one's serious but the u.s department of education was founded in 1979 we were ranked number one in the world at that time after 40 years of government-run education, we have fallen to number 24. An astute point. We're not, we're not what we used to be. But flip side is we, uh, we are teaching you know, young children that men can become pregnant. Uh, okay, yeah. last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody should own guns. And then just some MC Hammer and his patented parachute pants saying it's hammer time. That's right. Okay, and it's that time where we've got to end the episode today, guys. If you cannot, for whatever reason, make it over to Locals uh, for Booze and Banter, we're sad. We're going to miss you, but we're going to put the link in there one last time. That's where we're headed now. Again, those of you who can't make it there, we will we'll see you next Monday. We hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for being here today. Please hit that like button on the way out. Make sure you're subscribed on whichever platform you're watching. We'll see you real soon. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. You've just heard Drew Berquist. 
Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.